0: There she is. There she is. That's what keeps me up at night. Oh, gee whiz! Oh, gee whiz! That's why I can't eat a bite. Those flaming eyes. That flaming you. Oh, Mister. Oh, Sister. Tell me the truth.
1: Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of the Fool role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is reeling midnight. It was written by Tom Lynch and it's included in a collection called New Tales from the Miskatonic Valley. Our game master is Tyler Hudak, and this is episode four. Our recap will be given by David Gasway as his character, Thaddeus Vandermolen. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. David. Thanks, Tom. It
2: isn't the quaint sort of mystery that they print in the ladies' magazines something altogether more peculiar and uncomfortable. And as the police will likely be satisfied from the unmistakable physical evidence that Eugene Wilcox took his own life, it is up to those of us who failed to protect him to discover the truth, however strange it may be. The Wilcoxes are holding up better than I might have expected, and they spared us any recriminations. The lecherous Professor Morgan appears to have nothing relevant to say, but perhaps his former student and potential paramour, Miss Harris, can help us. Or perhaps the muckraker, Callie Smith, can. I have her card. We need to get in touch with the mesmerist, Herr Vinch, and learn how his seance went so wrong. We know the Vargases are not who they claim to be, but they are both in debt and hoarding cash that Ariadne's story has flaws. In fact, I half expected them to flee the town, but Armand and Belvedere, being rebuffed by Armand at the house, heard Ariadne ask him this chilling question. Did you invite them to the party this Friday?
3: And I think that's where we will pick back up uh, as Benjamin and Harvey, are walking across are walking away from the house yeah you hear that from just beyond the door uh, It again uh, it sounded like Zoltan was right there at the door as he closed it just like you expected and that Ariadne was likely on the balcony or you know walking down the stairs I can't believe it Ben
0: like right after all of this that they'd be daring to have another party
1: i mean is she in the right mind maybe i i don't know i don't know these people their lives are so um decadent they don't they don't have any concept of uh, decency i guess um
4: i think after this meeting and running with them it ended not too well i don't think we're going to be able to get in this might be up to uh Dr. Bentz and, uh, and uh, the
1: Vandermolens. The thing is, it's got to get around the town, right? I mean, once people know, who's going to come to the damn parties when people are getting shot? Exactly. Let's go meet up with the others, see if we've got any more information. Uh, what a waste of time. I mean, you know, you, you think to yourselves that there's got to be something funny going on. And, uh, but honestly, we were hired to rescue that boy and we failed. And from this point on, we ain't getting paid nothing. I mean, I, mysteries you know, mysteries uh, mystery's just as attracted to me as anyone else, but, you know, I got to put food on the table too. So I don't know how much more willing I, I am to keep investigating if nobody else seems to be interested if these. You know, they're just willing to accept it as a suicide. It 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 tastes awful in my mouth, but we'll we'll uh, see. We'll see we from the others more.
5: how
0: uh how uh Eugene's parents took it.
1: Yeah. Poor cool people.
0: Uh remind me,
3: where did you all uh say that you would be meeting back up?
6: I thought at Ben's office.
3: Okay, that's what I thought too. Just yeah. So um after everybody does the uh the talking that that you did to everybody that we uh, you did last uh, episode, you meet back up at Benjamin's office. We'll say that by this time it's early evening um because it does take a while to you know kind of do everything that, that you were doing um so you so you're back at the office
1: I've got out the uh the booze the stuff i've got you you need to want something to drink, take some. Thank you. This is damn peculiar, this uh, mm-hmm. situation.
6: I shake my you, head.
0: What do you think? What do you think?
6: I shake my head. I've got, I got nothing out of Morgan, but uh, what, I, what I was able to, again, to talk about, uh, nothing, nothing seems like, like, like it's adding up. I sort of get up with, you know, my snifter in hand as I'm kind of pacing a bit.
1: Yeah, it's so like I want to lay all the clues out on the table and see if they fit together in some way.
6: Mm-mm. No. But again, I, I realize, I sort of say, giving you like a look, that the spider theory sounds insane. I am quite aware of that. But I don't know how else to explain that rope other than you know
1: the rope that disappears there's there's uh, dr bentz
7: uh there's since it seemed to have vanished into thin air there's no way we could possibly follow up on what that was i don't know if trying to look further into this giant spider theory is worth any of our time, I think we should be focused on trying to find the other young men that went up with Ariadne oh. and see what became of them. Oh, yeah.
6: I, I, oh I agree. It's just that <laughs> if there's anything that does not seem to fit, as Ben just said, that is it, in my oh, opinion. Just, if it was strong enough to you know make you and your father and Harvey unable to open the door...
2: I had a thought on that, belatedly. Uh, I uh, am not a great believer in uh, ghosts and goblins and bumps of the night. Uh, so I assume that our friend, uh, Herr Vinc, is some sort of charlatan. Um, in fact, that might be why Zoltan has taken such a disliking to him. Two fraudsters do not necessarily get along if they're not in mm. collusion. But if anybody knew something a quick dissolving gummy material that you could use to seal up a door. It might be somebody like a charlatan mesmerist. You know, they, the tricks that the uh, 19th century uh, seance people use, you know, clever luminous scarves and all sorts Ectoplasm. of things. yeah. Yeah, mm, so we have to speak to him be. anyway. He might and, have an idea.
7: Yes, and I mean, and given the his role and quite the stir a party or so ago uh, definitely somebody we want to talk to but i mean father you got that that card from that reporter did you not yes I, and she'll be eager to exchange information i us. mean she 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 swore to take their party down when they want to let her in and we have quite the uh, ammunition for her a little bit i mean given that a death occurred during one of their their events but in exchange perhaps she'll give us the name of the uh the person who went up with ariadne the previous week i'm sure right. she wrote that down if she knew it
2: but there's also because uh dr Bens got from this morgan fellow the name of his uh, would-be paramour the fact that she was a student of student age and working the party she probably seen several boys go up and come likely.
5: down
6: Although, and she's more
2: likely to know their names than my shopkeep would because she's a university type
6: well Very true. But if I recall, um, Thaddeus, I thought you met her at the party, didn't you?
0: The drink tosser?
6: Yes. I seem to remember seeing you go after her after she stormed out.
2: Oh, I did. I, you know, I exchanged a, you know, a word of condolence, but I didn't, I didn't know her name, uh, Ah, for example. But you've got that now. And perhaps since I was sympathetic, she'll be more willing to talk. Also she might have a bit
0: of a grudge. Very um,
6: true. If, if nothing else, perhaps we ought to talk to her together because that way sympathetic ear from you and then, well, as you said, the University of Urza connection from me.
2: Right, and uh, for what it's worth, Armand, Belvedere, you know, the Wilcoxes uh, bear no grudge, remarkably, and if we can find anything of import, they're willing to continue paying
7: now, harvey was it you who went outside after the university student
0: what was that thaddeus
1: no no My, harvey was with me yeah restraining uh mr no 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 oh. no 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 this i, I mean right after she threw earlier. the drink
7: she threw the drink and then she oh. stormed outside somebody went out oh, after oh yeah
4: yeah i i went i went to uh to uh yeah, That's I, I just I didn't remember doing it because
2: it was you. Yeah. Sometimes Harvey, I feel as though we're one. Some yeah,
5: sometimes.
6: <laughs> then again, I did that those then again, I did make a rather strong drink at the parties so and like my memory could be a little bit fuzzy. Um
4: yeah, it, it seemed like there's a a breakup of some sorts, but uh we could try tracking her down. I I jotted her name down here
0: somewhere.
2: Yes, I haven't heard from Glenda yet, but I'm sure she'd be happy to see me at the department store. But she didn't seem to have any names. She moves in different crowds usually. Yeah, dog. I wonder if she'll go back next week. I wonder. I mean, obvious. I'm sorry, keeper. The newspaper reported that Eugene took his life. It didn't say anything about the
3: circumstances. Correct. Did it say he took his life, but not how it, or? It said that it, he. It was suspected that he took, or that was. Basically, the newspaper's way of saying that it had not been confirmed, but you know, they're leaning towards this being a suicide.
2: Right, which the police certainly are.
3: So it won't
2: necessarily get around to the families in time to stop them from letting their kids go to these parties.
1: Well, a quick question would be, is how did the newspaper get a hold of the information so quickly? If there was nobody there, do you think somebody went to the newspaper? Do you think there's a newspaper? Might be a um, daily coroner report sort of thing. Oh
4: yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure the the reporters check in with the police regularly to see what the hot is. Did the the
7: newspapers stay where, where, where Eugene died? Normally
6: Normally they should if they're reporting the crime beat, but if this one didn't, I was initially thinking perhaps what a reporter had been there. It wouldn't have surprised me if they were, but didn't
1: sometimes like well, I, I'm sometimes there's a little the, outlet uh, for the reporter in the police station.
6: Mm-hmm.
7: And then the as uh, uh, a question for the keeper: How much of the details of Eugene's death were in the paper?
3: Not no uh, no uh, details at all. Really, it was uh, mostly just a article stating that uh, he, uh, he had been found um, or he. He had been trying, trying to think that the most likely uh, thing that would be in the paper. Uh, basically, that the uh, his uh, he had died the night before uh, uh, that it was suspected to be suicide, but had you know not been confirmed yet. No details on the location were given. No details on you know suicide by gun or anything like that. Eugene Wilcox found the dead suspected by his own hand
1: exactly. as they said thing. where it happened and mm-hmm. they're they're gonna have trouble having a party next Friday
7: oh certainly yeah but it, but it didn't say where it happened it's just if I mean less word of mouth um of the people that
6: but considering that the police did um come to the party I'm surprised that if they did have a contact in, in the department they didn't get that piece that would have well, been in, in the report
1: the, the the reason why they would have the the uh, the newspaper reporter in the police offices, so that the police can tell them what they can and can't say in the newspaper.
7: Yes, it would be it would be my uh, the Wilcoxes. I'm sure would, would be very upset if the details of his death were made yeah. public. the 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 circumstances in which uh,
1: he in found himself age, in the last. In our day day and age, most of us, most of our newspaper reporters are at least partly decent uh they they're not gonna hurt a family that's lost somebody but well and there are legal discreet. issues involved as well yeah. um, when it gets sued for having uh, you know who was it who saw the rope in the room
0: i i saw
1: it
2: okay. all of us who tried to break the door down got a greater yeah, I, or lesser impression I think,
3: no. yeah the only people who were not in there were harvey and benjamin because okay. they two were i, I helped. I
4: I helped break the door down and came in initially right. and and but then you
1: you saw that's true. the rope and did the rope what happened did the rope vanish did it dissolve or did it sit was it simply not there
2: didn't Benjamin even get a bit of something on his finger or was that a police person later
6: no that th- th- that was ben because I remember I pointed out like where it had been, and he checked it out.
2: It left a residue, but it basically Mm -hmm. dissolved. It seemed like
1: either it didn't like air or light. So you don't think that if it was a rope, let's say it was strung through a pulley, okay, that it could have been withdrawn uh, rapidly so that it
2: looked like I think it was more like a gum that was stuck Mm -hmm. around the jam of the door. Uh, It's baffling. Like caulk but it evaporated. And that's why I think a magician
1: might know something.
6: And yes, I I agree. I would have called it like evaporating rather than uh, pulling away.
1: You mentioned, you mentioned, uh, you know, spiritualists, there are a lot of magic tricks that they use. I kind of feel like maybe, maybe they were trying to distract us from what was really going on. This just doesn't make, you know what, it actually does make sense. It makes sense if he went up there confronted her. She tried to get away by going to the window and he shot himself and she fell out or jumped out.
7: But but confronted exactly her for with, what?
1: Well, I mean we don't know that, but though that circumstance doesn't seem completely unplausible.
7: I, I mean you I mean he, when he Eugene was, looked back at me, I mean he seemed elated. He was have this is what he wanted. This he was
3: talking about
1: was that, he that, but was he elated that so he was, fast. Was he elated that he was going to sleep with her? Or was he elated that finally he gets his revenge?
7: No, revenge for what? That's not what he. We don't know. I was down. I was down there talking with him, Benjamin, when he threatened to shoot anyone that would speak dishonor on her name, and that's a weird thing to say about someone who you then intend to shoot yourself. Yeah, especially when you're in a talkative mood, and your brain's not all there. and honestly,
2: just if you want revenge to, on somebody, frightening them and then shooting yourself seems like a pretty poor revenge.
1: It right. sounds like, you know, like either he was, well, we mentioned mesmerism as a possibility. Um, I'm just trying, I'm just asking the questions that need to be asked. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what the answers are, you know.
2: Well, I'll tell you what, the only people uh, who I expect people to get on the telephone at this hour are uh, private eyes and newspaper folk. Why don't I call this Kelly
1: Smith lady? Yeah. See, see, see if we can give us some, some solid list. information. Of course, they're going to ask us for information, too. Quid pro quo. Of course. Yeah. But, you
2: know, given that she has a grudge against the Vargas's, uh, it shouldn't be hard to press a button or two. Yeah,
5: yeah.
6: No, certainly. And then perhaps in the morning, um, I can just go speak with, uh, what was her name? Uh, Harvey? Ms. Harris. Dottie. Oh yeah,
4: Dottie. Dottie Harris.
6: Dottie Harris. She had an
4: affair with Professor Morgan, and they broke up that night that uh, Eugene was killed.
6: I can certainly speak with her tomorrow. I'm, you know, I'll, 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 i have to figure out I, which I, uh, department she's in. But
7: Do- Dr. Benz, I'm not sure how much a student is going to open up to you about the situation, given your position at the university.
6: Of course, but um you but 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 Mr. vandermolen you must understand uh these types of relationships are not as uncommon as you think. I and we're
7: very sure I'm sure you're knowledgeable on this particular subject, but I don't but given the sensitive nature of these relationships, I don't know if they're gonna be so open about it with the member of the faculty of that university who could damage, I mean she could get. I, I don't know what academic consequences she would face, but I mean, if she wants to protect Morgan in any way,
6: Not, she's look. going to
1: be more likely though to talk to a woman because a woman and, will understand
6: and a sympathetic woman. Yeah. I maybe
1: if, if
0: she's I, a student, then you know
2: it's uh, she's hardly to be blamed for an illicit affair with it.
1: She's also not a she's not a high school student she's a college student right Mhm and there's college students are adults
0: also i mean, she was working the vargas party, right
6: Yes, she sure. was
2: so she might not feel very warmly toward the Vargases, given that she was put in this mm-hmm. hostile position. she certainly didn't get paid after you know before she stormed out at any rate um why don't you, uh, what's your phone apparatus? Do you have any, some sort of device where people can listen in while I
1: phone Callie? Oh, yeah, you got, oh, you want a, the intercom? If, oh, yeah, if that, if that, I don't know how things work. Uh, yes. um, yeah, I mean, I've got an intercom thing here on my phone. Um, I never use it, though, because my secretary's just right there in the other room and I can just yell for her. Marjorie, how does this intercom thing work? It just That's,
5: pushed the button.
3: Yeah, she oh, sighs and goes and shows you this five times already.
0: <coughs> well, there you go.
3: So you get you get it okay. set up. So. I'm dialing okay. Kelly. okay. Um so the um the, the phone for the Arkham advertiser. Uh, picks up the operator for the Akron advertiser, I should say. Uh, asks who you're calling uh, for, and, and you're calling for, as uh, it was, uh, Callie Smith, correct? Correct. Is that her name? Thaddeus Vandermolen. We met recently. I right, please hold, and you know the you know, it takes a couple seconds, and then um, a familiar voice picks up. Uh, and hello, uh, yeah, who is this? Can I help you? Uh, hello, uh, Callie, if I might,
2: this is Vander Vandermolen. We met the other night uh, outside de Varga's place.
3: Uh, oh, yes. Yes. So when I was uh, so rudely kicked out, I, I, I do recall. Yes. How, how can I help you, Mr. Vanderbilt? Uh,
2: to what extent are you aware of events at the party after you were so rudely ejected?
3: Uh, well, it's been all over the the newsroom uh, that uh, one of the gentlemen was uh, had killed himself that night. Uh, I know that. I, I haven't been working that story, but, you know, I've heard bits and rumors uh, about it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. How many parties had you attended before that one, when they gave you the
2: booth? Only that, only the one uh, previous. Only one previous. And did you stay through the, as they call it, the Bacchanal?
3: Oh, yes. It was uh, quite interesting. You know, definitely not something you see uh, in in Arkham uh, very often, or or really at all. (laughs) I should think not. Do you know
2: uh, what young man miss vargas miss vargas took upstairs with her that night oh that's hard to say why why do you ask well so the fellow who died at the party was uh miss ariadne's upstairs guest really nobody Mm -hmm. we've spoken to can tell us
3: about any of the boys she's taken upstairs before oh okay um that's interesting. I did not know that. Uh, so I could, uh, honestly, I don't quite recall. Uh, I, I remember it was a, a, gent- a rather, you know, kind of strapping gentleman. Uh, mm-hmm. I only talked to him briefly during the, the party. Um, mm-hmm. I can kind of dig around to see if I can re, uh, recall his name. Um, of course, I would expect something in return, you know, any information you dig up sure understood do you did you know already that
2: they're planning to hold a party again this friday despite the unfortunate event
3: you're kidding
2: i'm surprised myself and it might not turn out to be the case but we have solid information that that's miss varga's intent
3: well uh, that that is interesting i mean with it's a start with, yes with something like that you would expect that um she would not or they would not throw that party again uh, mm-hmm. i i can't imagine there's going to be many people showing up well well let me ask you when when that happened th- i mean what what happened you know after after that you know if the the gentleman you know and uh ariadne went upstairs and he shot himself i mean th- was anybody witness to that there was
2: a, a a lad who the police had questions for but i don't believe anything came of it uh, i think it would okay. be rude he's a young fellow i don't think we should exchange his name unless something should come of it um uh other than that it's a locked door mystery of the classic kind and we're just two of them and and after or around the time the uh gun was fired ms varga uh toppled from her bedroom window oh onto the front lawn of the house but did not sustain any meaningful injury which is right. interesting now it is i'm curious if you you didn't were you there the night that uh that german
3: fellow vinch had his uh, seance? oh yes he uh from what i understand he did it uh most weeks um it was quite i i i don't Partake in those types of things. So I was in the other room when it happened, talking to some of the other guests. Uh, I do remember there being a commotion uh, and Ariadne becoming, uh, uh, I think, ill at one point. And then um, the, the gentleman, Zoltan, he got very angry at uh, the, the uh, what did you say his name was? Vince? Vince bench uh he got very angry at him and kicked him out um that yeah, i remember you know he kind of left after that uh, i didn't really hear much else other than some some weird things uh had happened during the the so-called seance i, I don't believe in that stuff you you understand but yeah, no. uh, makes for good entertainment i guess
2: yeah i, I the it's interesting the, the animosity between zoltan and bench that's what um, mm-hmm. That's why I wish you'd been present to see what exactly went on. Uh or knew somebody who did. Uh anything else, fellas? I'm I'm with a couple of other people who were concerned about Eugene Wilcox. You know, we saw us come in together. Mm,
3: yeah, yes, yes. Uh well, you know, I could tell you, you know, in, in thinking about it, um I, I think the gentleman um who uh, had gone up with Ariadne that night, or who, who she chose, I, I should say. I want to say his name was Martin, um, Martin something, and he was an accountant. Uh, I know he worked in the, uh, he and I talked briefly, I believe he, he said it was the Tower Professional Building uh, on uh, Ar- West Armitage. Other than that, I, I don't quite recall um, like I said, I'll I'll do some more digging to, to see if I can find it, but that's really all that I can remember at this time.
2: Well, we appreciate any lead, and we'll share with you furthermore. Um, uh, after the gong rang and they were upstairs, how did you spend your time?
3: Oh, I I, I had a deadline the next day, so I didn't stay much longer. I I think I may have, you know, had another drink uh, or some coffee. Uh, to kind of you know wake myself up a little bit, and, and then left shortly after. Uh, most of the time, you know, after that happens, the party doesn't last uh, or didn't. Uh, from what I understand, the party uh, typically does not last for too much longer. Uh, that's kind of the the apex of of the party, if you will, the excitement, and then everybody because everybody wants to see you know who gets chosen, uh, and then uh, mm-hmm. after that, you know, it, it kind of dies down from there a fellow there
2: wished us a share in the good fortune does that mean anything to you
3: share in the good fortune mm. uh, isn't that part of the uh the saying or whatever everybody was uh, chanting uh during I, the the invocation
6: yeah so something like that i i'm sort of closing my eyes to remember something we should about piece that together mm. Something about uh, making the party go on, as you said, sharing the good fortune—all those general invitations you would give when, inv- when uh, wanting to speak of Bacchus.
3: Right. Yes, I, I, I. That sounds vaguely familiar, but uh, you know, outside of that, I'm not sure what else it could be. I mean, was this gentleman uh, inebriated? I think it was a general reveler, but maybe he'd been to enough parties that he'd
2: sort of taken in the, the language of the thing.
3: Yeah, I, that that would be my guess. But but again, you know, I'll I'll take a look. You know, I'll, I'll start asking around. Um, you know, I, I tend to be more on the social scene, so uh, I, I don't you know, get all of these details, especially around you know crime cases. But you know, I'll I can if you can if you promise to share with me what you find, I will uh, you know see if I can find anything out for you.
2: I appreciate it. I'll tell you this, uh, Ms. Smith. Um, we're pretty sure that the Vargas are not who they claim to be. So one way or another, I expect you'll get a scoop out of this, and hopefully it won't involve the deaths
3: of any more young men. Yes, I agree. If. And at this point her voice gets really excited uh, absolutely if if you definitely find something out like that i i absolutely want to know uh, i i while, you know i would hate for something to you know tarnish their name but i i can absolutely make sure that you know the public becomes aware of any misdeeds being uh performed by by these two
2: mm-hmm very
3: much understood. Uh well thanks
2: for the help. We'll uh see about this Martin X and uh be in touch. You have my information,
5: I
0: believe. Yes. Uh, thank you very much.
5: Good day. Click.
0: Wow.
1: It's well you usually have A f first name, not a last name, but it's something. Yeah. While well, you were yes. doing that, Javi and I were sitting here talking. I think we need to follow these two. So I think tomorrow morning, first thing, I mean, bright and early, uh, Harvey and I are going to head on over there and park our cars somewhere down the street so we can see the front of the house. And If they leave the house, we're going to trail them. Okay. I want to see if they, because if they, you know, start hanging around shady places, then. I wouldn't be at all surprised
7: if they weren't going to different places. I mean, they're they're inviting these people to their parties somewhere, aren't they?
5: Yeah,
7: Ariadne seems to get around socially.
0: Well, here's the thing, too.
1: If I were just to say this out of context, what would you think? If I said some ex-noble people from another country come to the United States they rent a house and they throw parties for rich folks to come and, 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 and hang around with. Um, but nobody can trace where they came from really, or, or anything. I'd say it's a con. It's gotta be a con of some kind. But
7: I mean, it's not just rich people,
1: Mr. Armand. Well, right. But there's something, well, that's the other thing, you know, when you've got a con going on, if I, uh, if I have a shell game going on to play on the street to get people's money, you have something called a shill. The shill is a person who's in league with you, who comes up and wins the game so that you think that you can win the game, and then they take you for everything you've got. How do we know that half the people at that party weren't shills, making it seem like there was a party going on? But I mean, what's, what's the con? We don't know what the con is, but that's because they're very clever. Something's going on. And it might not be that they're trying to con us, but they're trying to con somebody. Are
4: you thinking that maybe the person that's chosen to go upstairs for the evening might be in on
1: some sort of scam occasionally? What if it's that while that's going on and everybody's looking up, somebody's picking everybody's pockets? You know,
6: now that seems more plausible than saying that her bedtime uh, is in, in, in on the ruse. From what but these I people
7: saw, people show up night after night, though.
4: And the ones that go into the room may not always be in on I'm wondering if Eugene, ah, no, what you're saying, Garland, is that he really seemed to
7: have a thing for her it doesn't I mean, he he really seemed to have a thing but i mean if they're picking people's pockets right if yeah. that's their
1: scam these people why would you
7: keep showing up to a place that's picking your pockets
1: well yeah. if you didn't exactly. realize until the next day or the day after and you thought oh i just misplaced my bill folder well but i also- mean that that woman was hanging all with you mr Met, mr, Met, mr. Met, that woman was hanging all of you mr Vandermolen. she didn't Did take my pockets later oh, i meant i meant your father actually oh no that kid uh You know, she stuck
2: around to see if I was okay after the police came. She was not exactly. She might be a gold digger. I think she's just excited by the glamour of the whole situation. Honestly, maybe. But 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 I think you're onto something at least in part. It's they invite rich people and they invite people they find attractive, and they also have debtors there. And you know, people lending them art and furniture. People they they owe money money to.
1: Yes. got money upstairs we found we found evidence that he owed what two hundred and something dollars yes yeah, two, like two hundred but, but he had but thousands of dollars in the upstairs it,
4: wardrobe it, exactly if we're dealing with supposed royalty that need to get back uh their lost fortune and home they're they're not going to be diddling around with small pocket change but, and, I
7: mean, we, we, but we, we don't have to theorize about why these people from hungary would do this they're not hungarian
1: i, yeah, I agree with so, you i think so that if that, they were if they were hungarian then uh, dr benz would have said oh yes those are this family and they belong to that family and as have, i was yeah go ahead i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you <laughs>
6: All right. As I was trying to say, um, when I spoke to Zoltan, he's, he 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 either learned Hungarian on his own, or at least perhaps he could be an immigrant because he spoke Hungarian well enough. But he was making some mistakes that someone who was a native speaker would not have would made. Make
1: especially a royal or a... Espe-
6: especially. Mm-mm.
1: Also, aren't those people? I mean, in your experience, anybody who's a member of the nobility aren't they extremely proud of their family line? Isn't it oh, yes. really obvious and easy to? Wouldn't they have family crests everywhere? And, oh,
6: so oh it, yes. Um, I've yeah, been to thanks. Hungary. Yeah, I, I've been to Hungary. Believe me, at some of those noble castles, you can't walk into into another room without seeing a banner of a, of a sigil somewhere.
7: Yeah, and not, and not to besmirch our ex- wonderful city of Arkham, Massachusetts, but that's an odd place to choose. Uh, yeah, as it's a odd. rich We're nobility, it's right a
1: weird place. Yeah. you think that that New York or what if the boy? What if the boy did commit suicide, but he committed suicide because he had some relationship with this woman that's that that he knew about oh. that nobody else knew about? I think he's. Uh, I mean, I've said this before. I think he saw
7: something. I mean, look, I mean, we we saw something vanish that we're not quite sure what it was. I mean, perhaps there was some substance in that room that causes you to have a distorted perspective or something. He he had some kind of hallucinant hallucinogenic episode of sorts, and that frightened him to the point where he did that. That would have had usually because so if he went in there and he threatened her, I mean, Ariadne would probably remember that, but she didn't seem to be clear about what had happened. And if he was out there threatening her, do you think she would have mentioned that to you or the police?
1: Well, what he said was that he was out of his mind and that he killed himself. Um, if 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 there suddenly across the room some horrible horror monstrosity cosmic nightmare appeared and you had a gun in your head, wouldn't you shoot in that direction? Why would you shoot yourself? Also,
4: another thing because I think we're forgetting here is that he was smoking reefer downstairs. Now, oh, that's true. Now, now, out of what I understand, people that get high don't go to the extremes of killing themselves. Never no. heard of this once ever happening. Uh, people get goofy, but they don't get suicidal. Something else is going on.
7: What, what is it? What is this something else? I mean, I. What, uh, what, I, Garland, what my I point
1: made. is, is we are being forced to look at certain clues. But what if that's the distraction and the clues are over here? Like a magician is pulling off a nasty trick. And what was really going was there was a I, I'm making this up, but. Maybe there was a diamond smuggling operation going on in the, in the library, and all the rest of this was to keep us focused over here so that we didn't see that going on. And maybe the murder, murder or suicide was just an unfortunate accident that happened during the It's party. certainly
6: possible, but we have to follow every lead no matter where it takes us.
1: It's a lot of trouble for these people to go through. There's got to be a reason. If they're phonies... There's a big reason why they're doing this. So, exactly. the, the Vargas are running some kind of craft. You
0: gotta, and a, maybe, the alcohol. Right, but they're not selling it.
2: Uh, but they have a lot of, they, again, they owe money and they're hoarding money and they're lying about their situation. They're lying about where that maid comes from. Their linguistic skills are not consistent with their they know some things I mean you uh, Dr Benz Zoltan's conversational Hungarian is not you know just some like carnival fraud maybe he's even and maybe she's even been to Hungary but her accent isn't consistent so we don't know we also don't know if she's compass mendes there's a conflict between the two of them what I think is whatever's going on all the other boys that went upstairs with Ariadne didn't happen to have a gun that dad gave them.
0: And so maybe, you know, I, I'm going to be Dr. Benz, forgive me, I'm going to be crass for a moment. What
2: if Ariadne's not really a girl? And, you know, Eugene was so surprised to find out that he'd been a fool, attracted to somebody in disguise. He felt shame and shock. I've heard of things happening at colleges. I don't, it seems very extreme. Again, perhaps the drug he was using confused the matter. Again, there could have been a tussle, but I don't think we'll find any bird marks in Ariadne's hands. But she's not a reliable narrator. I don't think that's what it is. I think it's something that shocked and confused him. And it might've shocked and confused, maybe all the boys who go in there get a little blow dart in the neck and they tell the Vargas, all their family secrets for a blackmail that won't start for a year from now but all the other boys forgot about it because they didn't have a gun on them and eugene gets confused when he gets the blow dart in his neck he starts seeing things and he panics and he ends up maybe he was trying to shoot her when he shot himself
6: it's possible but if even if it was a blow dart we would have found it
7: yeah uh, it's not necessarily a blow dart And it's not necessarily a blow dart, but I think I think my father's onto something. If if whatever he saw, whatever that shock was, if it was centered on Ariadne, I mean, right? He was obsessed with her, right? I mean, yeah, if he she, if she turned this from girl, fall from a dreaming complete, for months, complete this. obsession to an abject horror or Ooh. or something, and that drove him to to do that. I, I think that's that, something she could be a drag queen
1: yes i think well uh, i think mr Venomelin came up with a really brilliant possibility let's suppose this ariadne gets a boy up there and she drugs him some way and the result of the drug is that he spills the beans on all of his family's sore of secret. <coughs> and now she can she can blackmail him and then the boys They just go and then they pretend like they never went there. They don't want their families to know that they spilled the beans or anything. They don't even remember it, right? They don't even remember it.
2: It's like this really strong
1: dentist drug. You can forget things you say. But in the case of Eugene, he had an allergic reaction to whatever the drug was. Hmm. Or maybe they all get a virus, but he
2: had a gun. Maybe every time they give them this drug, they go crazy for a minute. I think then, and that's it where they it. gum the door up. But sure, usually
7: impossible.
2: they right. can't hurt themselves. And Eugene could because he was crazy
0: and armed.
7: And have we considered the possibility that Ariadne is secretly a giant spider?
1: Well, I can't I can't conceive that she's a, a, a man. That is an incredibly um, hot woman.
6: <laughs> and, and as I recall, her gown was rather sheer.
1: Yeah. I couldn't take my eyes off her.
3: Yeah, while 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 the gown wasn't you know see through, right, it didn't leave a lot to the imagination. She had the shape, yeah. yeah.
1: But then you know, Xander had a penis. <laughs> Who knows?
4: It could be. Uh,
1: tough. You think the other boys? Somebody would have spilled the beans before this.
2: No,
6: I, I my I brother-in-law really spent some that.
2: time in Siam. I, the world is a is a great and varied place
6: i really doubt this but
2: but something shocked him, and maybe but blackmail
6: involved may blackmail, blackmail is a big
1: con
2: that, and wouldn't, that makes it be, total sense. wouldn't that be a good graph they spend a year throwing these parties they get reams <clears throat> of information and then they start sending the letters after they've moved away after they've gone back to the old country dear what? professor applethwaite
1: we know that you murdered your brother was the letter that i got or what what was it that i saw in there was it uh, that he had a meeting yes oh uh, no We've no the matter the matter of payment
7: is is that letter is he meeting to collect or is he meeting to pay that's what i was just gonna
3: ask yeah like is he blackmailing somebody already the the letter uh stated to bring two hundred dollars to uh an address uh, to yeah an address okay. in boston so sorry, not actually a park in in Boston. Okay, so he, was, it is it is Varga insulting. or whatever
7: his name is bringing money there, mm. but it's not guaranteed that he's responding
4: to to a blackmail. But uh, we should but be in that park he, though. He, he,
7: no, no, he no owed, I mean, I mean, if he's getting blackmailed or he owes somebody something, I don't know if this is because the letter was addressed to Varga, wasn't it? It yes, was totally. actually
3: not addressed to anyone, but it was Oh, he Vargas. was writing it to be sent maybe no it, it was so Black so Black. it was in an envelope uh the envelope was not marked uh, and the letter uh, was um mm-hmm. basically stating uh, that if I'm trying to remember exactly what I had said, but it was uh that if you want the um I think it was, if you want the pictures, please meet or meet me at this park in, in Boston. I don't remember the name of the park off the top of my head. Um, on Thursday uh, at, uh, you know, 10 a.m., bring $200. Yeah, and now the letter, was the letter like opened? Like it was
7: sealed yes. and they had opened no, no, it? it? No, no, it,
3: it was opened. It it wasn't. So somebody Benjamin had not him. opened it up. It, mm-hmm. it was already opened. Um, I, I would even say that, you know, Benjamin with you know, your detective skills and all that, it, it did seem, you know, this to very much to you read like a some type of blackmail letter against right. Zoltan, not that he was sending it to somebody else. Yeah. In fact, you know, we'll, I'll even go a step further and say, as you were looking through his desk and, and other things you you had found some things that he had written, the handwriting on that letter
1: did not match his. So I'm serious. I mean, seriously, uh, but but just because you're being blackmailed doesn't mean that you're not also blackmailing people, um, and old, somebody knows who he really is. That's what it's
4: yes, got to be. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe mm. I mean just because someone's being blackmailed doesn't mean that that person's a bad person. So we we don't want to. No, but
7: we think that all much. tense of bad. So these people got to be. Are, Harvey, are, you really keep going up the bat for these people. Yeah. I what think. what
1: what are the chances that. Uh, a hungarian royalty who nobody can trace would suddenly show up it's it's impossible he's got people got to be fakes oh no he th- yeah definitely fakes as <laughs> you said uh dr Bents, that
4: when they slipped out of hungarian it wasn't to another european language which right. would lend itself to maybe they came from another country through right. a through a marriage they slipped into an english accent what if uh, not,
6: well, an english, not even american, be related american accent yes um Actually, come to think of it, um, do you do you have the address of this um, person? I was thinking about perhaps r- perhaps writing to, to him could be useful. Wait, which it, person? Um,
1: the potential the, uh, blackmailer.
6: Yeah. The uh,
1: uh, I I didn't retain any of those things. I well, that's the why they said to well.
2: meet in the park, is because you don't yeah, right. use addresses. Mm-hmm. But, but they w- knew that they had a credible threat.
6: But we did have a name. Yes. No, No. it it did
0: not give any. Did did the did meeting in the park? Was there a date and time?
4: Maybe Uh, Tuesday at 10 a.m.. Maybe we can kind of show up.
1: Yeah, I'm saying.
6: And perhaps even if Zoltan himself isn't able to give that $200, maybe if we give them give this person their money. They I, might, I, I, they might I'm be not a fan really of Atari. paying other
7: people's blackmail for them. Uh,
1: who's Who's Bart? And Apley? and how?
7: And we're not going to find them. They're looking for Zoltan. They're looking for Rivarga. Yeah, so but
1: they, they, they were not
7: even going to approach
3: us. Would they? Who's Who's Bart? Apley uh, He was the uh, Stuart Portman's companion who was okay. really drunk.
1: Okay. Who's Alfred Bates? Alfred Bates is, let me,
6: was he, was he the author I talked to?
1: I don't know. I wrote yes. these names down somewhere.
3: I yes, thought Alfred was Bates was the author that uh, he was trying to, no, 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 I'm sorry, no, 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 Alfred Bates was the gentleman that you first met when you came in. Uh, who had been standing in the foyer that had seen Callie Smith arguing with Frida uh, and he kind of introduced himself and then he kind of disappeared uh, in in the party. I mean, you, you saw him mingling with others, but you never really talked to him uh, again.
6: Oh, 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 wait a minute. Yes. I, th- I think I remember this now. Cause it does the blackmail letter and the person he was in debt to were two different people. Right.
7: Well, who was, how do we know he's in debt? We're,
6: yeah, I, I he owes
7: somebody money or somebody's extorting
3: him for money. Right. That, that's all the same thing. Don't, don't and, confuse those two. Okay, uh, because
6: there, there was a name involved, I thought. and It was true. Uh, like
1: Stuart Portman? No, I've got that. No. Right. That's, I know. Oh, okay. Portland, all right. So,
3: Hal Portland. Portland. Hal Portland. Partland. Hal Partland, yeah. Portland. All right. So, yeah. So the, the letter did say, you know, it was signed Hal Portland. I have a note here: meeting Zoltan to
7: collect on debts.
3: Yeah, I think that's what they're they're talking about. So as, as you as you're having all this conversation, you all realize it's it's kind of got a little bit late. It's it's about yeah. eight thirty uh, at this point. Late, uh, you've yeah. you've been talking for a while. You realize that Marjorie is your secretary. Is that right? Marjorie. Yeah. Marjorie. Yeah. She, she must have left a while ago. Um, so, uh, eight thirty 8 30 Saturday night. She's like,
7: good night,
1: man. I hope,
3: <laughs> I mean, maybe
7: it's probably a long shot, but it might be worth trying to swing by Gordon
1: Checkley's place again, his apartment. I'm thinking too, that maybe, uh, maybe Javi and I will find a way to hide outside that window. Uh, next friday see what yeah, happens yeah. in there that. that's a way we're what what is this monday uh, saturday saturday, it's saturday. so if, yeah. if the three of you garland and thaddeus and,
4: and uh dr bentz you might be able to go into the party next
0: week
2: friday's far away uh friday's long a world, away, yeah. world of a uh, possibility before ariadne's next Partnership. Papi's going be doing it all
1: week. Bobby's going to meet me here at uh, six a.m. six thirty. Yeah, sounds. Splendid. And then we're going to we're going to follow. We're going to see if we can follow those too. We'll follow them, um, and we'll take both cars. So if one of us needs to like take a car and the other one stay on foot, we'll we'll be parking. It's not huge. You can pretty much walk anywhere. But yeah, yeah. If they're in a car, then we'll be in a car.
5: Okay,
2: uh, do you, I think that you're right that seeing what Chuckley knows might work. We can scare Chuckley might be useful. Do you think it's a multi generational task, or do you want to beard the lion and his den
0: solo?
7: I mean, I was with him in the basement, just, you know, both the three of us, and now Eugene is gone.
5: Mm-hmm.
7: Um, so I, I don't know if, if two of us might be a little overwhelming. I mean, and who knows, he might be. Uh, maybe he's not heartbroken at all maybe he's not even at his apartment maybe he's well, out maybe partying, we
2: should but. maybe we should drive there but I'll stay outside and if there are gunshots I'll come up and weep
0: over your body the way with the uh
2: wilcoxes are weeping over Eugene
7: yes well let's hope that's uh that does not come to pass but I would expect nothing less if uh, if gordon was to shoot me
3: All right. So uh, it sounds like uh, the Vandermolen's are going to drive past or, or go to um, uh, Gordon Checkley's house. Uh, Benjamin and Harvey are going to meet up in the morning to uh, kind of stake out the Vargas. And Dr. Bentz, what were your plans for um, at least uh, the rest uh, of the night or tomorrow?
6: As I mentioned, I'm going to track down Miss Harris at the university and see what she knows. If she has a grudge against the Vargas because of her employment and a grudge against Morgan, she might know more than she thinks because she, she worked these parties.
3: Gotcha, okay. Uh, so then the rest of the, uh, so the Vander you you uh, head over to uh, Gordon Checkley's uh, apartment. You already know where it is. You can see as you get there that the lights are on. Uh, you can kind of see from the street level uh, where it is. Uh, Garland, were you going up there alone, or how was this going on?
0: This is the conversation we're having in the front seat. You know, oh, I don't know if I'd give you a pistol
2: if I had one handy, given what's happened.
7: Yes, I mean, we uh, are you, are you armed yourself, Father? No. I mean, if, if if Gordon is violent, I mean, I don't see a reason to risk both our necks. I mean, he could shoot both of us. Yeah, I mean, That's two against
2: one, though. Even a, even a maniac like he might be would think twice. You can't. Oh. But I also think that he's more likely to speak to you than he is to an old man. Um, let's see. If we can figure out which apartment it is, so at least I can keep an eye on the windows, I'd feel a little bit more comfortable. Yeah, I
7: believe it. it's that one right there. I visited here the other day.
2: Uh, right. And the lights there are lights on keeper yes yeah all right well i'll sit here in the car smoke prodigiously and keep an eye on the windows if uh, <laughs> if if you have any reason to be nervous throw a heavy object through the window and i'll know you're in trouble
7: Yes, yeah, so or am i uh, just uh, if it comes to uh, i mean ariadne seem to have an escape plan from such a, a such a situation
2: mm. yes there's a there is a shrub over there I mean you can try and land on the shrub
0: all right. Good All right. luck, lad. I am proud of you.
3: So you go up to his apartment. Uh, as you get closer, the the smell of marijuana is even through the door, is, is pretty strong. Uh, you it, it, it basically uh, when you get out of the stairwell, um, you can smell it. But you know, the closer you get to his apartment, it becomes more and more uh, prominent. Um, <clears throat> you get to the door. Uh, you're gonna going to knock. Yeah, I'll knock on it. Knock on the door. Uh, after uh, a, a minute or so, uh, you hear uh, the shuffling of feet, and uh, the door opens, and you can see Gordon there. His eyes, you know, very red. The the smell of uh, pot just assaults you as he opens the door. It takes him a second to recognize you, and he goes, "Oh, Garland." Uh hi what what are you doing here? I I just wanted
7: to to see if you were okay uh, given what happened to Eugene last
3: night. Oh yeah, I mean I'm you know completely just messed up over. I I can't believe he would do something like that. I mean we were in the you were with us. We were in the basement and mm-hmm. it, it just seems so I don't know. I mean it just seems so Weird that that he would do that. Yeah, I mean, he was—he seemed on top of the world. He was. Uh, I mean, yeah, he he had had that little outburst while we were down there, but you know, I mean, I just played that off that he was just you know, yeah. right over overzealous yeah. in, a, in a way. He was yeah out there yeah. to defend her honor. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, have you heard if there's going to be a funeral?
7: Uh, they're, w-, w with the nature of the death, the uh, the Wilcoxes are uh, have to work with the coroners, oh, uh, the medical yeah. examiners. Um, but I'm sure there there will be soon.
3: Yeah, that that makes sense. Well, you know, just you know, kind of keep me informed. I mean, if you hear anything, I you know, I want to go. I want to you know pay my respects. He was he was. A, I mean, you know, he was a great guy. Yeah, no, I I, I really liked Eugene, and he didn't. I mean,
7: he didn't strike me as like an overly jealous type, right? Like, did he mention anybody to you that he was angry with about them going to be with Ariadne first? I mean,
3: oh, uh, I mean, he he wasn't. You know, we had been going there for a couple of weeks, and you know, he hadn't really been, you know, too happy that uh, he he had gone or that that others had gone, you know, uh, ahead of him. You know, he was really hoping that that night was his night, which you know, obviously it was, but um you know after he smoked a little bit after you know each time you know, I, you know he calmed down so I don't, I don't think he was like really mad at anyone or or anything like that and especially that our have yeah, just really really unfortunate it just yeah i mean i i like i said i don't know it's just you know maybe you know from from smoking that night it just you know played with his head and Uh, who knows i mean like i said like i told you he he's been he was fine you know you saw him he was you know just you know really excited i guess and you know exuberant but you know other than that i don't know yeah
0: I,
7: i guess you know i'm feeling just i mean very tragic what happened to eugene and it's got me concerned about these other people that have gone up to be with Ariadne. i mean Oh, I mean, as you that, guys were saying, you hadn't seen anybody who went up there
3: since. Well, yeah, but to, to be fair, you know, I've been in. We usually, you know, when we get there, we'd grab a drink and then, you know, go down in the basement. So, you know, I wasn't seeing really much hanged, of anybody anyway. Right. I mean, I'm tr- trying to think. Um, there, oh, there was this one guy. I don't remember his name, but he worked at some department store, Glasson's, Glass, Gleason's department store. Uh, I think so. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say, you know, it's some of those guys would would come for, for get invited to the party and then, you know, they'd have their party and then they'd leave. And so, so who knows? I mean, Mm They're quite, uh, I mean, they were quite the affair. I mean, lots of people, lots
7: of different groups, lots of activities uh, for, well, hope you're holding up Gordon. I know it's, always yeah, so I'm, for me.
3: I'm doing my best. So, you know, let me know what, what you find and or what you find out uh, about the funeral and yeah, you know, I'll, I'll be there. Um, just let me know. Yeah, as soon as I know, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you Gordon. All, all right. I'll t-
7: talk to you later. Yeah, take care of yourself. All right. Shut the door. All
0: right, and I will return to the car. Hmm. You look commendably alive, Garland.
7: Yes, it seems uh, Seems so. He was. Uh, he's quite distraught. He wants us to let him know when the funeral is. Um, he mentioned something about a Gleason's department store, one of the other young men who went up there on a previous occasion, worked there. He says.
0: Now wait, keeper, is that where Glenda worked? Yes. And she didn't seem to remember anybody who had been one of her paramours. That's a little.
2: That's uh, a reason perhaps. to go shopping for scarves tomorrow at Gleason's.
7: And I mean, and perhaps it wasn't a fact that she doesn't really remember. Maybe you know the whole idea of the bacchanal. Um, maybe she didn't want to come on a little too strong, Father. Well, I I
2: assumed that she was some sort of representative of the party. The way she latched onto me, uh, and when that didn't seem to be the case, I assumed maybe she was there in some personal capacity as a, you know, a lady looking to meet somebody with money. I mean, I don't think she was overwhelmed by my charm within eight seconds of my entering the parlor. Yeah, that's... So she had some, but she did stay around to see, you know, she didn't flee with the general scrum. So it'll be worth seeing what her attitude is like tomorrow. And if she re- remembers that any of her co workers
7: i said i mean perhaps you might want to go talk to her yourself um because i mean i mean if she is interested in you whether it is for your money or otherwise having your kid stick around might kill whatever advantage you have in that type of negotiation
2: garland if i were looking to wed a young shop girl (laughs)
0: let's discuss this at home of red brandy
3: uh the rest of uh, i assume after that you you head home uh the the rest of the night passes morning comes uh benjamin and harvey you get up meet at the office at six uh and uh just just for uh to kind of you know give everybody a a sense of you know arkham and, and where things are this is a map of Arkham it has been put into the Google Drive. I've marked where the Varga House is. Uh, Let me zoom in a little bit. Uh, They are on the kind of north side of the river. Uh, This is, I think it's very, I can't remember what district this is. I believe this is the French Hill District or very close to the French Hill District. Um, Just to kind of give a, uh, a sense of direction of, of where everything is Not far from the train tracks. Yes. Uh, if, if you head south towards the river, you'll start to kind of hit an industrial section. In fact, where their house is, it's kind of almost on the cusp of that industrial section. So, so the houses there, they're nice. But they're they're kind of those you know types of nice houses that are a little bit run down because they're they're kind of near the factories you know things like that.
6: Um, just to clarify, I I, I think it, Halsey is one of the smaller streets and maybe might not have made this map.
3: Uh, possibly, I would
0: have to look. This is okay. Yeah, I, I would have to look
3: and see and see where that is. I, I will find out.
0: But actually, the the
2: red. The red block might have blocked the word Halsey. I see the E. Oh yeah, yeah, know.
3: it did. I apologize. Yeah, they are. So they are um, on Halsey. Yeah, on Halsey. That that red block blocked the um, the name Halsey.
1: So um, uh, we we jumped to the next day really quick, but um, yep. what about what time did did our our thing break up last night? I would say 9 o'clock, thirty, somewhere around there. Um, Harvey and I were thinking. Maybe we should swing by the police department. Okay, I mean, they're open 24 hours, aren't they? Yeah, mm-hmm. Um. And see if there have been any missing young men in the last couple yeah, of weeks. I mean, there might be 50 of them. Though it wouldn't be 50 of them. But there might be five of them, in which case some of them we could rule out and some of them, you know, but that's gotta give us some sort of clue, you know, if people have gone missing, unless they were completely out of the area. So I- Sure.
3: Uh, So you head over to uh, the Arkham Police Department or the local uh, precinct near you. The local, Uh, yeah, there's probably only one in Arkham. Yeah, you you go in, uh, the desk sergeant there, We'll say that you know he, he recognizes you. Yeah. You you know you were a former police. Uh says, Hey uh Benjamin, what, what can I do for you? Is everything okay?
1: <sighs> well I'm working a case. Uh you remember Harvey, right? Um yeah, hi. Hey. Have there been any um missing we're looking for young men missing in the last three weeks or so? Oh uh
3: I mean, well, I'm sure there have you know, there are people go missing all the time. Are you, I mean, are you talking about somebody reported missing or are you, you talking about, you know, somebody f- missing that was found? I mean, I, th- well, that, that's I, we're a pretty actually big area for, there. We're, we're, uh,
1: we're, we're suspecting, well, we've got one case that, that might be uh, a homicide or something like that, but we're wondering if there have been any others. Um, we just can't, we find ourselves at a, at a brick wall. We can't seem to find the names of any of these people that were in a certain location. Uh, it's like they've all gone missing or disappeared or something. Oh, So we well, just want to see if there's any missing people.
3: I mean, do you have like a location, you know, area that. that well, you French,
1: French Hill area specifically.
3: Uh, you know, I, I can start looking around. It's going you said it for the last couple of weeks yeah you don't you don't have like a list of missing persons no no i'm gonna have to go dig through all of the um uh the morning reports to see if anything happened it's gonna take me a little while you know um i'm more than happy to do this for you if you know you could swing by and you know i seem to be running a little dry uh at home if you could drop something off yeah absolutely all right yeah you know what if uh, I'll take a look. If you want to stop back tomorrow, I, I will well, uh, yeah. Okay.
1: If you find anything substantial, call Marjorie and, oh, okay. and give me okay. the info and I'll pick it up. Yeah. Or I'll right. I'll, I'll call you. All right. All Sounds right. good. Cool. Cool. All right. So we're gonna go then. Yeah. All
3: right. So um morning, squeeze around. Uh, like I said, the uh uh you you meet up at 6am at your office uh and then where were you going to go to
1: well we're both going to take our cars yes. um i think well let's we're interested in Ariadne and we're interested in Zoltán so uh oh. which one do you want to follow uh Harvey? Oh, i'll take uh, uh Ariadne okay so you park your car over here and look yeah. at the house, and I'll park my car over here looking at the house. And as soon as one of the other leaves, we'll uh, tail them. Yeah, like a block out, not obvious. Right. Yeah. And if if they're on foot, then we'll be on foot. And If they're in cars, then we'll, yeah, we'll we'll try to maybe be very discreet. Okay, we just want to see where they're going, what they're doing. So.
3: Uh, you get there it probably takes like maybe 15 minutes from your office uh you're able to um, you know i'll i'll say that you, you're able to kind of you know park uh, a, a good distance away and still get a good view you know one of you on one side one of you on
1: you know the other side of the street you know, kind of fortunately all cars look pretty much the same right then, so. <laughs> uh
3: and there's really no activity in the house uh, until you know, roughly 8 a.m. Uh, and then you can see uh, some lights go on uh, every once in a while. You see a shadow pass in front of the one of the windows. Uh, and, it, you know, nothing really happens until uh, a little bit before 10 o'clock. Oof. Uh, at that point, uh, both Zoltan and Ariadne uh, exit the house uh they uh, uh shortly before that a cab pulled up to the house uh they exit the house and get into the cab okay uh discreetly I'll follow the cab okay. and uh, I
4: discreetly follow a little behind that yeah okay uh you
3: know both of you give me uh what is it? sneak uh rolls or stealth stealth, stealth. sorry ooh 004 Ooh, 93.
7: (laughs) (laughs) You you crash into me. Take me. (laughs) So, um, I'm supposed to rear end the
1: people that you're supposed to wave at them.
3: Yeah. So, so at, uh, at at a certain point, you know, they're, they're kind of going through the the streets and, uh, somebody pulls out Benjamin right in front of you, uh, (sighs) causing you to, you know, slam on the brakes. Uh, and, you know, just out of pure, uh, reaction, you lay on the horn, uh, just kind of, uh, you're, you're not sure, uh, the, the cab continues on, uh, you're not sure if they saw you or not, or, or recognize you, but uh, shortly after that, they they turn a corner. Fortunately, however, Harvey, uh, you have, you both know how to tail somebody, and so you know that, you know, you don't always necessarily follow them, you, you kind of anticipate maybe where they're going, and go a side street over, and it just so happens that you are able to Uh, they turn onto the street that you're on so you're able to you know continue on and follow them Uh, within about 10 minutes they pull up and uh, they they go to the south side of Arkham they pull up to St. uh, Stanislaus Catholic Church uh, get out and enter in along with the rest of the parishioners Oh interesting.
1: Okay. Should they go on? they're just going to church. <laughs> all right. So I'll just sort of I almost got killed following them going to church. I'll just sort of and they, I, I don't know this, of course.
4: So so they're just they're just let off in the, the the taxi drive. Yeah, and, and,
0: and the cab goes off. Yeah.
4: All right. Well, I'll just sort of uh, kind of park across the street and cash. I'll go across to the church after they've gone in and just sort of have a smoke. Maybe take a little stroll around the block, circling the circling the uh, Saint uh, Saint Stanislaus, and uh, then I'll go back into the car. Okay,
3: you, you don't see anything unusual as as you walk around. It's uh, you know a, a, it's actually a, a fairly nice neighborhood, uh, probably you know middle class. Uh, there's a couple restaurants that are you know starting to open up, uh, a couple shops. You know nothing out of the ordinary. Uh, so, so while you're doing that, uh, Dr. bentz uh, you had said that you wanted to try to find, uh, Dottie Harris, correct? Yep. So how are you going to do that?
6: Well, um, obviously Dottie tends to be short for Dorothy. So I was, it was probably not too hard to look to, you know, to, to head over to, Probably admissions and see if they have a a roster of everybody who's admitted as a student.
3: Well, it is Sunday, so admissions would be closed. Uh, You probably, I I would guess that as a professor, you don't have a key either.
6: Probably not. However, um, if nothing, actually, if nothing else, okay, then this might require a luck roll. I could check my own rosters. Is she in one of my classes?
3: She would. uh,
0: Yeah, give me a luck roll on that.
3: We'll let the dice decide.
6: 61 out of 80. Uh,
3: Then yes, uh, he uh, would or sorry. She would have uh, been in one of your classes.
6: All right, so I you know, on a lark, I go and check my, my, my class rosters. Uh Aha. There you are, my dear.
3: And and it was from a couple years ago. Uh, mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, you know, again, you know, it was one of your like intro classes that that Mm -hmm. you had to teach, which has, you know, like 50 or 60 students in there. So you don't always, you know, remember every student uh, that's in there, but yes, she was.
6: Okay. So that probably then, should give me an idea because it probably would have all of her information it would at least probably tell me where she is currently staying or where where i could find her
3: i i would say that the department records for mm-hmm. her uh would have something like that uh likely at least an address so that the admissions office or the registrar or whoever correlates all of the grades can you know mm-hmm. correlate you know uh students so Yes, there, there is an address for her.
6: All right, so with that in hand, I'm going to be dropping in, or at least dropping by.
3: Uh, so, well, about what time would you be doing this?
6: Well, if this is early enough in the morning, I have to assume she might be at church. So, I figure we would probably leave it till about, mm, maybe, she's most likely going to be home by about noonish or so probably okay. depending on when she when she goes to to ch- first of all which church she's going to and when their service is
3: okay uh so you get over there roughly around noon uh and uh you know give me another luck roll you are going a lot of rolls in this session so far
6: 16 out of
3: 80. All right. So you you get there uh, just as she's walking up to her front door. It's a little like duplex apartment. Uh, one of those where there's an apartment on the top floor and the one on the first floor. Uh, you can see her walking up to the door that leads upstairs to the second floor apartment.
6: Oh, Miss um, Harris.
3: Uh, she turns around and looks at you and uh, d- Obviously, doesn't recognize you. Uh, um, yes, can, can I oh, help you?
6: I'm so sorry. Um, you, you had. Sorry, it's It's Doctor Benz from Mister Tonic. You had. I had you in my class about a few years ago. Oh. i actually. I actually have a couple of questions. Um, as I'm sure, I know it's been a, a rough couple of days. I'm sure you heard about the incident on Friday.
3: Uh, yeah i i heard in, in the paper uh, or read in in the paper what had happened uh it's actually kind of surprising you know i had seen uh it, who was it mr wilcox i had seen yes. him at the the party uh, a couple times uh, mm-hmm. uh, or you know, i mean you, you know what i mean so um it was just you know just kind of honestly i was in a little bit of shock to, to hear that
6: of, of course i understand and obviously you know you left before that happened so you didn't it's but it's not actually this time that i want to talk to you about um you see miss harris i'm with a few other people looking into some of the incidents that happened at these parties and i think you might be able to help us
3: okay You, her voice gets a little cautious at that point
6: um as i remember um and believe me i completely understand um you gave a certain colleague of mine a champagne bath
3: look if if this is what this, this is about
6: oh. i oh believe me i know i know that man he deserved worse I,
3: look look i'm not i'm not going to get in trouble am i
6: no, 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 this is, this has nothing to do with anything at, at the university. This has nothing to do with anything like that. I just have a few questions about some of the people that you might have seen go up with Miss Varga during the uh, invocation.
3: oh, um i I wasn't always around with that, but I mean, i I guess I can you know help help you as best that that I can.
6: I, I thought perhaps you might Are you have, sure,
3: I'm not in trouble. I mean
6: I'm you' you're, I'm you're a
3: professor too.
6: I am, but as I said, you know Morgan sir I, I, Morgan has a certain reputation, shall we say, but i um, and I'm not surprised that he uh, is acting like this.
3: she actually at that point gets um uh, a little choked up and you can see uh, a couple of tears welling in her eyes and she she says yeah I I I know I, I I'm sorry um, but yes he um, she you know kind of takes a deep breath trying to compose herself.
6: I uh, I reach it in my pocket and pull out a hey, handkerchief. Yeah.
3: Oh thank you. And she grabs it and dabs her eyes. Uh, that yes I, I'm sorry. Um, you you were saying the the the, the people who had gone out with uh, Miss Varga.
6: hmm Um. We've been trying to figure out um, any names. did you know of you've worked many of these parties? so You have at least seen some of them. We've been trying to track down anybody else who may have run up with her that, those nights, but we've had no luck.
3: well, I mean i unfortunately i I don't know you know their names. I, I, you know, well like you you know I was there I was hired as a waitress, so I really wasn't conversing with a lot of the uh, the the party goers. Uh, I mean, I could, I I remember a couple, uh, but I I don't remember, you know, I I don't know their names or I I don't know where uh, you could find them. Um, Best I can say is, you know, know, maybe if there's like another party, you know, going there and, you know, I I suppose I could try to point some out or or something, but I I, I don't know how I could, you know, help with that.
6: Hmm. Well, I was given to understand that the, at the party before ours, the man chosen to go up with her was possibly an accountant, martin
3: Oh, um let me think. Uh, you know, give me one more luck roll
0: forty eight out of eighty
3: uh you know i uh, an accountant uh I'm sorry, what did you say his name was?
6: um uh, martin we didn't get a last name he we think he works in the, in the towers building
3: um you know what hold, hold on a second uh and with that she kind of you know runs upstairs um you can hear her open her door she's gone for you know maybe a minute or two and comes running back down and hands you a business card mm-hmm. she says i i do remember who you're talking about he was uh, he was hitting on me pre- pretty hard, uh, and he had given me his his card. Uh, I, I'm sorry. The only reason I remember it is because you said accountant. Uh, I, I don't know if this this is the same gentleman because I, I wasn't around when they had the back and all that night. I was in the kitchen cleaning up, uh, but you know th- this might be him. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I, I had thrown it away and didn't even think about it until uh, you know you mentioned it. She hands you a business card, and the business card says Martin Blaylock, uh, Derby accountant. Uh, and then tower professional building and uh, gives us suite number, suite 304.
6: This is this is exactly what I needed. Thank you very much, Ms. Harris. You've been so much help.
0: Yeah,
5: and, and um,
6: by go the on, way, I'm
0: sorry.
6: if by any chance you uh, ever need to uh, spill any details about things you may have seen at these parties, let's just say I've got a cup I happen to have the ear of what was the uh, society columnist's name? Like her pen name, not her. Uh.
3: Oh, her, uh, the gadabout.
6: Yeah. I happen to have the ear of the gadabout. So if, say, you wanted to potentially get one back at Morgan.
3: With that, she, she has a, she gets like this sly smile on her face and says, well, um, if we can wait till after I graduate uh, at the end of next semester, uh, I believe that we can work something out with that.
6: Very good. Us us girls need to sit together, don't you think? I,
3: I do. Th- thank you, uh, Dr. Benz. This, I, I really, you know, I, I do appreciate it. And you know, she kind of, you know, to, uh, actually starts to, you know, get a little, um, you know, a bit more chipper uh, and, and mm-hmm. smile a little bit.
6: All right. Thank you very much. Um, uh, enjoy the enjoy the rest of your Sunday. All right. Thank you. And as I'm leaving, I twirl the card between my fingers. Now we're getting somewhere.
3: All right. Uh, jumping over to the Vandermolen's, uh, we kind of reset back to the morning. Uh, were you planning on doing anything uh, on this Sunday? I think we have a department store to pay a visit to. Okay. Uh, the department store wouldn't open till uh, noon. It's Sunday, so they're only open from noon to five.
0: So eggs, toast, rashers, Bloody Marys, coffee. Uh, uh, flax,
5: rich mutual, persons. <laughs>
0: uh,
2: <laughs> several different soft outfits with different cravats. <laughs>
5: Uh, So, uh, Garland, um,
0: do you think I should uh, directly, uh, well, first of all, we don't know, of course, if um,
2: Linda's will even be working on this Sunday, but odds are reasonably good. Should I, um, she's probably in menswear, right? Well, she could be anywhere. We don't want to ask, though. We could go floor to floor looking for presents until we spot her.
7: Yes, I suppose that she she's likely to spot you before you spot her. So wandering around the store until that happens seems as good a plan as any.
2: Did you interact at all? She every
0: time I looked at her, she she was looking at me with those sort of gluey eyes. No, I, I
7: I didn't talk to her at all.
0: So we could, you you could spot her and then send me. And I guess there's a reason for subterfuge Though we're just
2: going to ask if she can imagine whether any of her fellow employees was one of Ariadne's special
0: friends.
7: Yeah, that that seems reasonable enough. And if it was, if Ariadne had invited them both here, like if she's like, if she came to the store and then invited, uh, glenda because how did glenda and her employee get invited to these in the first place
0: right keeper did glenda tell me that she had
3: just been given a card yeah she had been uh she had told you that ariadne had has gone to the store a couple times and uh that they had struck up conversations and she gave her an invite
2: yeah after all she's liberal with them um well, let's take the elevator to the top floor and work our way down, okay. eschewing obvious places that she couldn't work. My okay. hands up her garments.
3: All right. So, uh, so just to keep everybody in kind of the same timeline as best as possible, uh, you go over at noon. Harvey, uh, it's a Catholic church, so they got there at 10 o'clock, which means a mass lets out at about 1045. Uh, they uh, then, uh, as everybody is exiting the um, uh, the the church, uh, you see uh, Ariadne and Zoltan uh, leave, uh, and they start walking down uh, the block.
1: If when I was cut off and I lost track, mm-hmm. I would I'm going I would have headed back to the house. And watch to see if the maid leaves the house. Okay, you watch
3: and the, you how how long are you going to stay? Just I'm, until this is one of those things where I could be here a week. I mean, yeah, I'm not so, going to be here a week, but, right? You know. So they uh, this whole time you I mean every once in a while you see her walk by the window. The window. Um, yeah, so it, so okay. it, it hits uh, eleven o'clock and nothing has happened. But we'll we'll jump back to you. Um Harvey, uh they, they start walking down the 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 block.
4: Okay, I'll let uh the, them get a block and then I'll grab the uh, newspaper out of the back of the back seat and uh
3: start start sort of walking. Give me a stealth roll, but I'll I'll even let you uh, roll with uh bonus die. Excellent. Uh well I passed the first roll and Ooh, I got a heart on the second floor. So you you have no problem kind of blending in with the crowd. Uh they they walk down uh the road, uh turn into this uh diner restaurant, and you as you kind of pass by, just you know, casually looking in, you can see them sit down at a table and uh you know, a waitress brings them over a menu and it looks like they're going to order a lunch.
4: How oh, wonderful. Is there a cafe or someplace across the street?
3: Sure. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll say that there's like a, a cafe, uh, you know, with a couple outdoor tables, or I mean, even indoor tables, and it's pretty empty. Uh, so you could even sit at a window uh, and kind of watch. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll just take my newspaper, grab a uh, Ein Cafe Bitter or a coffee,
0: please, and
3: uh... okay. Uh so you know they are are there. Um jumping back over to the Vander Mullens, uh you go to Gleason's department store, you start at the top floor, start working your way down. Uh well, I'll say this is a um a, a three-story department store. Uh you start working your way through. Are you are you two sticking together or are you splitting up? I think we'll stay on the same floor,
0: but
3: walk. Yeah, fair enough,
0: then different sides
3: uh, so the top floor uh, you start going around you, you really don't you don't see her you don't recognize uh, anybody who looks familiar uh, but it's mostly like men's clothes on the top floor you go down to the second floor and that's more women's clothes so this is where a lot of the the women's uh, uh, clothing is uh, and so as you start going around, uh, you get, uh, Garland, you you look around, um, you're kind of in the, the dress area, you take one side of the store, you're not seeing anything, but Thaddeus, as you're going on the other side of the store, you get to the women's hat department uh, and you recognize uh, uh, Glenda standing there, her back is to you uh, as she's kind of like stocking up one of the shelves or one of the mannequins with, with hats.
2: Uh, so she's behind a counter or on the floor. On the floor. Okay. Um, so I'll um, come, you know, within a couple feet, but not right behind her, and clear my throat. Uh, uh, she.
3: Go on. Sorry. Hello, miss. Uh, she turns around uh, uh, with you know, yes can i help you uh with her you know uh, helpful customer service voice and she sees you and her face immediately brightens and goes oh, Thaddeus I, I didn't expect uh, to see you here and she kind of looks around to see if you know anybody's around and uh there, there's nobody really uh, you know no, uh, no other uh uh department workers uh, around in in uh, immediate sight uh and so she kind of leans forward gives you a big hug and kisses you on the cheek oh i i what 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 are you doing here well uh <clears throat> nice to see you as well
2: uh glenda i i i you know i i met a very charming woman uh earlier at, well at the end of the week uh a very charming young lady and i thought uh she might look uh, smashing in a in a new hat, but I don't have any idea what the ladies are wearing these days. Perhaps uh, you could advise
3: me. Oh, you
2: you met another woman.
3: Well, yes, um, you well, know she's I'm...
2: about this high, and she has hair, you know, your color, and well, her eyes
3: are rather like yours, actually. Oh, so someone who looks like me, great. So she kind of give, give me I uh, I don't know a charm roll to see he if she can p- give you an obvious control uh 19 has to pass right uh so she she yeah that's gotta pass I, I think base is 25 or 20 or something like that base is base is 15 oh it's not to put a damper on oh that. but my charm is 45 okay so that's the hard success uh so she turns around and it, it's like all of a sudden it dawns on her she turns around back and goes, oh, um, well, uh, yes, we 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 have a lot of um we we have a lot of hats. Is there one that your friend uh might be looking for? Well, just, I don't imagine that it was somebody, you know, again, your height and coloring,
2: um, who just met a fellow and he wants to make a good impression on her, but they have, you know, they might not have a lot in common. So You know, I'd like to pick a gift that
3: says a lot, but isn't, you know, presumptuous. Uh, Well, then I would suggest uh, this hat over here and she shows you this kind of uh you know a very nice looking lady's hat almost looks like a beret uh very very stylish uh but not you know e- extravagant uh, this is you know one of our more popular uh sellers especially with you know some of the ladies in the, that are a little bit upper class this would definitely be a uh very uh, nice gift for a lady friend
5: <laughs>
2: well i'd love to see you in it um
3: just so I can, you know, get an idea. Oh, of, of course, and she takes it off and and certain puts it on and, and models it for you.
2: Yes, I think. It blushes I think, a
3: little bit as she does.
0: I think, it, I think it'll do very well. Um, and I, you know, I, I, um, uh, if we can speak
2: for a moment. Yes. Uh, before before we wrap it up as a gift, uh, I don't actually know the address, but I think you'll be able to help me. Oh, I I think I know the address. Yeah, I think you do. Um, You know, I I I was very touched that you um, stayed around after the unpleasantness uh, to make sure that things were okay, and and everything is okay, as much as it can be. But you know, we're we're trying to figure out exactly what happened, and there is some. Some troubling inconsistencies and i hope that you might be able to help me with a little information um, uh, sure i i guess well it just seems that well first of all you know ariadne is planning to throw
3: a party again on friday despite everything oh i'm i'm surprised to hear that but uh well i i, I guess i'm i'm not as surprised you know ariadne that uh, she she kind of lives for those parties. I, I've gone to a number of them and, uh, you know, she she works around the house. She, you know, enjoys, she enjoys the attention, obviously. Certainly. Well, that's, that's why
2: I thought maybe, I mean, it's a big shop and all, but uh, I got the idea that one of the fellows she had um, chosen for the Bacchanal was another Gleason's employee. And I thought if anybody could know who that
3: might be, uh, would oh, be, it might be you. You you must be talking about Roger.
0: Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Perhaps you would know. Uh,
3: well, yeah. So, well, you know, a couple of weeks ago uh, at one of the parties, this was, oh, I, I don't know how long ago. Um, you know, it, it was a couple of weeks ago. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Roger, um, he was one of the, the managers here. Uh, mm. and I had been, you know, talking to him, you know, on a break, uh, about one of the parties and he seemed very interested to go. So I, I brought him with me. Um, this was, uh, you know, the, the first one that I went to, or not, not the first one that I went to, but, you know, the first one that I took him to, you know, Ariadne had met him and, uh, you know, they, they seemed to hit it off, but, you know, she, she chose somebody else, but, but the next week he came back with me, this was. Oh, she stops for a second. I, I can't remember how long ago. Maybe, maybe four weeks ago. Um, you know, she she chose him. Um, after that, uh, you know, I I left shortly after that. But, um, you know, come to think of it, um, I haven't seen him around here. Um, I, I guess I had just you know assumed that he had moved away, um, but. Uh, or her, or he gotten transferred uh to sure. to another store uh but um he he had gone with me um actually now now that you mention it I, that's that's rather odd do you do you think something happened to him
2: i i
3: i i certainly hope
2: not and you couldn't possibly be to blame if something had uh but what is troubling us is that We have been struggling to find anybody that Ariadne chose who we could talk to about, you know, or Drew and why Eugene might have been upset. Uh, What department
3: was Roger in? Oh, he was the department manager for, I believe it was men's clothing. Mm-hmm. Um I, so, I, I only knew him, you know, just in passing uh with uh we you almost know, on see breaks, so. the commissary and the elevator. it's yes, so on it's, exactly. a big, it's a big place.
2: Yeah.
3: Carlin, um, at this time you you've been wandering around, you you would kind of come around and, and see them talking. Uh can they have heard what they were talking about? Uh you can maneuver close enough that uh you you can.
2: You know, it, okay. uh, yeah, the whispering part is probably over on my side. From it's worth okay.
7: Not that I have to eavesdrop because if you sure want to learn the about new will mom. tell me that's right. You know, you gotta, gotta get, you know, she's almost six
2: years more. older than you are, so almost. um, yes. Well, uh, if you'll send that hat to the address that uh, oh, yes, I, I will, my friend expects it to arrive at. I hope, I mean, I know she won't be surprised, but well, look, let me write a, a note. And don't look at it until it arrives. Oh yes, of of course. Um, thank you very much, and I'll I'll speak to you soon, maybe even before Friday.
3: Oh, I I hope so. Uh, and you know she's blushing at this point, and uh, you know it starts to fill out the paperwork as as you turn away and I assume walk away. Yeah, she's got all of my payment details,
0: and I. Uh, All right, Garland. Um, So Roger was a manager in menswear. He's been missing for roughly two or three weeks.
7: I wonder if anybody knows
0: where he lives or his last name or a way for us to contact him. Uh, Well, I mean...
5: Oh, that's the thing about having a last name, isn't
2: it? We could be a distant relative if we had an idea what his name was.
7: I haven't heard from Roger for three weeks. Roger, who? I don't know, sir. Well, so. if I have an I have an idea. Uh, go up to the men's department. Be like, "Hi, I was speaking with the your manager, Roger," and see it's if they start. fill in the blank for us. Yep. <laughs> I'll try that very thing.
2: If if you don't feel charming enough, I can try. But I'm a little tapped right now and slightly embarrassed. Okay,
3: uh, so you go up to the uh, the men's floor, the the floor above <laughs> you. Uh, there are a number of employees uh, around you, both at the counter and you know stocking shelves and so on. Uh, I'll I'll walk up to one of them. Just say, uh, excuse me. Um uh, yeah, yes, sir. Can I help you? It's a, a young man, probably about 18. I was in here uh, like about a month ago, uh looking
7: into maybe getting a new a new suit coat. Uh and I was talking with uh, I think he was a manager here, he said his name was Roger. Is he around?
3: Oh, Mr. Hudson? No, I haven't yes. seen him Mr. in uh, a couple weeks. I he, I, I, I think he either, he left the company or was transferred. I apologize. I, I I don't know. I can get you our current manager, Mr. McCartney, if you would like, or, or the, this, uh, the direct or the, um, uh, the, the suit section, you know, I'm sure somebody over there could help you.
7: Oh, well, that would be, that would be great. I mean, I was really looking forward to, uh, talking about Hudson, because uh, he had the uh, details of what, what you guys were going to have coming in, you know. the, uh, But that's uh,
3: not a problem. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah, uh, of course, sir. Uh, and with that, he kind of turns around and continues you know, stocking the shelves. Take um, a look at a suit or whatever, and then leave. <laughs> okay. going to get three
7: new cravats just because we're here. Fair, You know, okay. when, when
3: in Rome. All right uh so yeah, Benjamin to jump over to you uh you know it it's rolled around to about noon uh you're not seeing anything really going on uh although about 1230, uh the door the front door opens up and uh, frida comes out with a broom and you had seen like a one a stray cat go up onto the um the the door or not the door the the porch. Okay. Uh, so, so
1: tell me where you're at in relation to the house. How how
3: close would you be?
1: Well, like I said, since all the cars look kind of the same, I'm parked maybe two houses down the street, okay. but on the opposite side of the street, so okay. that I can see right. I can gotcha. see the whole front of the house.
3: You know, what? give me and I'm a sitting listen. Kind
1: of low, you know. Okay. Give Give me a listen roll. Okay. Oh, third one dice. Uh, 50 exactly. Let's see if that's past or not. Oh, Jesus. 50. Listen, no, I didn't
0: hear anything.
3: So, you see Frida come out uh, with a broom. Uh, and you, you, like I said, you had seen this stray cat kind of creep up onto the porch as you, um, as she comes out you can see that she starts yelling at the cat. Uh, unfortunately, you can't hear what she's saying uh, or, you know, make out any words or, or anything like that. But she is definitely yelling at the cat, swings the broom like two or three times at it. The cat, you know, just goes running off uh, down down the, the road, disappears in, into the grass. Uh, and then after a second, she... Uh, you know, kind of, you know, looks uh, off of where the cat is, sounds like she screams something else, and
1: then goes back into the house. I couldn't hear whether it sounded English or, or Swedish. Or.
3: No, you you couldn't. She was definitely saying something, but you couldn't make out if it was English or Hungarian or anything else.
1: Um. All right Well, but she doesn't go shopping or anything. so. I mean, this is kind of what we're doing as a stakeout. So we're expecting to watch these people for days. Yes. Um, Okay. Jumping over to,
3: let's see here, Harvey. Uh, You uh, go, uh, you're sitting across the street. Uh, After about an hour and a half, uh, Zoltan and Ariadne uh, get up. uh, They pay their bill uh start walking out Uh, so at this point it's about 1 30 uh we'll we'll say uh no more like you know 12 30 uh they they start kind of walking down the street uh are you going to follow them i assume yeah i'll I'll give them again i'll give them good distance i'm not gonna
4: be like half a block I'll, i'll give them at least a whole block to
0: to uh You know, yeah. Okay.
3: So you uh you you go a little bit farther. Um the you know, I, I won't make you roll, you know, you're able to, you know, blend in, you know, they're they're pretty much, you know, walking uh next to each other. Um at uh as they you know they pass back by the church, uh you can see uh Zoltan uh kind of waving down another cab. Um, as the cab pulls up and their backs are to you. Um as the uh the, the cab pulls up, uh he opens the door, she starts to get in. Give me a spot hidden roll. Certainly. And okay, wait, I might want to spend luck.
0: Uh spot hidden. Darn, no, oh, that's so close.
4: Okay, I'm going to spend you, you, four luck to make this.
0: Okay. Remember, you can always uh, push rolls too. Oh, that's a good point. Now I've got a decent spot hidden.
4: Yeah, yeah, here we go. Okay, Nothing so, could go wrong. I'm going <laughs> to step out, <laughs> lean in to get a little bit of a closer look,
0: of course. So. All right. Yeah, watch this. It worked. It worked
3: finally. Yes, I made it by eight. All right, so uh, as you you uh, initially, you, you can't see, there's like a a, uh, a light post or, or a mailbox or something in your way. You can't really see anything. so you, so you kind of step out into the road just a little bit. Uh, as uh, again, their backs are to you, uh, Zoltan opens up the door for Ariadne. She starts to step in and you see her pat her behind not unlike something a uncle would do uh and then she kind of turns at him uh you can see she, it looks almost like she's giggling she leans over kisses him on the lips and then they both get into the car uh oh, and wow. the the cab starts to drive away oh, no, just... north uh back in the direction of their house okay uh, very interesting. The uh, I'll jump back over to the VanderMolens. Uh, you had you know found this information. You shot the uh, department store. Were you going to do anything else there?
0: Uh, I think we need to get to Ben's office and break into his bourbon.
3: Yeah, right. that seems reasonable enough. All right, and Dr. Benz. Uh, and by this time. You you'll have uh, gone, you know, and talked to Dottie.
6: I'm probably gonna head back to Ben's office at this point because All right. I I got what I came for, and I think we need to reconvene.
3: Okay, uh, Harvey. You get into your car. You're able to tail them. Uh, it, actually, you you it, it does take you a little bit to get to your car. So the 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 car has uh, the, the cab has driven away. Um, you're able to catch up to it, but by the time you catch up to it, Benjamin, you see the the cab starts to pull up. It pulls up in front of their house. Both get out of the car. And uh, Ruzoljan pays the uh, cab driver, and they walk into the house.
1: All right, there's no point in staying here now. I'm just—I'm going to go back to my office. Okay. So, uh, and Harvey, are you going back to the office too?
4: Yeah, I'll—I'll I'll just do a casual drive by, not speeding or anything. I'll—I'll I'll see. Yeah, we'll wait him. <laughs> yeah, I'll—I'll I'll give him the secret code, and just keep on driving
3: to his office. Yeah. Right. That. so you um you both get to your office the other three are already there um marjorie has uh is there as well uh i'm you know granted it's a sunday uh she's trying to get some paperwork done um the three of you are are you know uh, dr bentz thaddeus and garland uh you are already there sitting on the couch uh you know, d- discussing things, uh, Harvey and Benjamin, as you're walking up, uh, you walk into your office, see everybody there and you hear Marjorie go, Oh, uh, well, yeah. Uh, if you hold on a second, he, he just walked in and she puts her uh, hand over the, the police, phone. Uh, s- uh, so what's
1: his name? Stucky? Uh, no,
3: no. It, it's uh, Sergeant Louder from the, uh, the Arkham precinct. He said oh. that you talked to him last night. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sergeant Louder. Hey, uh, Benjamin, it uh, yeah. started doing that, uh, the research that you and I had talked about last night, mm-hmm. um, you know, look, there's, uh, there, there's a lot of, you know, men that that go missing in, in Arkham, you know, so I, I tried to narrow it down to like the last couple weeks uh, and, you know, looking well, um, young, in, men, the, yeah. Yeah, young men in in kind of the, the French Hill district, right? You know, that, that yeah. area. So, um, yeah. So I, I started looking, you know, other than, you know, like runaways that had been found, um, uh, there were wow. really only, uh, two, two cases that, uh, kind of seemed odd or might have, have fit, uh, your, um, kind of, you know, what you're looking for, but they weren't in French Hill. They they were kind of in the area around it. So I don't know if this works, but, uh, there was, uh, one boy, uh, named a uh, Bradford Taylor, he was found in a uh, a, a building that had been burned, uh, that had burned down. Uh, he uh, was killed uh, in the fire, but he had been reported missing by his mother uh, a number of weeks prior. Um, oh, the, oh! Wow! Yeah. Um, I, I don't have any more information on that. The medical examiner, uh, if you want to head down there, they they might have something. Right. Um, the, the other, uh, we found one, I found one other, um, this is, uh, I think a little bit more interesting. Um, you know, it was, uh, somebody who, uh, had been found in an alley. Uh, it looked like, you know, maybe he, uh, had died of like, um, I don't know, heart attack. I don't know. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not a, a doctor, uh, but, uh, hold on. Let me see here. Is it an alley that was in East town? You can hear him kind of flipping through some page. Hold on. I can't find his name. Uh, Here it is. Uh, His name was Roger Hudson. Roger Hudson. Okay. With that, that is where we will end tonight's
1: session. Oh. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, Our players included David Gasway, Stuart Lively, Jen Obertaz, uh, Morgan Llewellyn, and myself with Tyler Hudak as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members, you can set uh, set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastery. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar a few a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club and inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure to the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, and good game.
5: Just cast an eye while her direction Oh me, oh my, 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 the perfection I repeat,
0: don't you think that's kind of neat? I ask you confidentially, ain't she sweet?